Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This is awesome. I've never received an award before. Oh, this is great. I'd like to thank every... What? Huh? How many years? Well, oh, really? Oh, that's fucking sucks. Oh, can we say fucking sucks? Well, it doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anyway. Um, I'd like, well, to the lazy geeks... I guess I want to say congratulations on your, what is it, 500th broadcast or whatever. It seems like you guys have been on for 500 years. Well, happy anniversary anyway. Hi guys, this is Dixie Chick just stopping in on your anniversary to say hi and thanks for all the laughs and information and all your hard work as you guys have been working to um, share so much with all of geekdom. So, thanks and keep up the good work. Ladies and gentlemen of the Lazy Geeks, this is Asian Fury. Now, when I heard about the 50th podcast, I thought, you know, there's better things I have to do. But after Nomad and Sapien bribed me with a bowl of rice and a piece of fish, I thought, why not? So I'm here to say, happy anniversary, guys, and may you have 50 more as long as I still get my rice and fish. What you what you want? What you what you want? How I understand the law. <laughs> Let me cancel an appointment real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <mas puto. laughs> uh, we say that at work.
<laughs> Jesus, I was really mad when I wrote. Yeah, it. I, I know. Like, I saw that. Jesus, Jesus tap dancing, dancing Christ. Christ. <laughs> I am sick of Twilight. I love it. All right, let's get right into fiftieth podcast. Big pimp. <laughs> Big pimp. We had four hundred and twenty-two yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're already one hundred eighty-two today. When does it start? It starts at midnight or twelve oh one, really. Okay. Till eleven fifty nine. Let me turn the sound off before. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do what we did last time. We had we had to stop the podcast in order to for you to apologize because. Whatever, dude. You got caught doing something you were sp- weren't supposed to. No, do. I seriously didn't mean to click. I was like, fuck. <laughs> 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 Thought it was cool, and then it turned out to be lame. And <laughs> it turned out to be Contra. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Allie, but occupy Mordor, because one ring should not be allowed to rule them all. <laughs> Did you see my uh, the, the Star Wars one I posted yesterday? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. On my, if you go on my Facebook, you should see it on there. There was one, and it's uh, a still picture of all these stormtroopers, and they're holding signs, one that says... Um, the. Um, uh, keep your intergalactic hands off my mm. uh, my care. And, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. The Star Wars destruction was an inside. Uh, Death Star destruction was an inside job. Yeah. Or that pooch that looked like Chewbacca. Yeah, that was that was too. awesome, dude. That was actually one of her friends. <laughs> actually, I guess that posted that one. And after that, it was like all these other people started sharing it, and I was like, that just looks awesome. Wow. I was like, that is a pet costume. I approve. I. Stamp of approval. That's all it does. Oh, and then it goes doom, 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 doom. Oh my god! Oh shit! All right, welcome everybody to the Wild Wild West. Uh, Will Smith here. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, the 50th podcast of the Lazy Geeks. Yeah. A milestone. Yeah. God, we've been doing this shit for a year. I know. Kind of weird. So we were listening to our first podcast a little bit ago. It was funny, too, because, like, listening to it, uh, I don't know, it just, it seems so long ago. Like, it, it was just one of those things where it was like... How, wait, no. Did we talk about? Oh my god, we did talk about yeah. that. Of course, I think it has one of the be- uh, my favorite douchebags. <laughs> oh, the friggin' the uh, meth head, the with, meth the, head? The yeah. meth with the blowtorch. That was an American. That's classic. that's a priceless one. That's, that's an th- American classic, is what it is. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my god! Remember that really hot uh, chick that was stabbing people with pens. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, Kentucky is like. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Living you know I mean? live the stereotype. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna pause it so then when we said something dramatic, I was gonna be like. For all of you who don't know, that is uh, Sega Genesis Batman: Revenge of the Joker. <laughs> One of the worst Batman games I've ever played in my life. It's Contra with Batman. Yes. <laughs> and yes, it doesn't make much sense to us either. <laughs> Let me make sure this thing is... Yeah. <laughs> oh my so god. So I hear... Um, well, last night... Skinamax? Yeah. 
which was actually Cinemax last night, was playing Back to the Future. Playing Back to the All Future. All three of them. Right? All three of them. All four of them. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they were playing all four, all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, it was playing all three of them back to back to back. So it was pretty cool. You know, you start. I started off seeing, um, you know, when Marty goes and finds uh, the doc in the middle in, in the middle of uh, the first one. I was like, oh, cool, Back to the Future. And then I noticed it was Back to the Future 2. And then I was like, oh, Back to the Future 3. So we're watching this. And we got into Back to the Future 2. And it just was something that I, I, I was like, you know, thinking, you know, when you start getting into two, that's where you start getting to all these, you know, multiple timelines and right. all that stuff. So Old Man Dude actually brought up a pretty interesting point. Or thought, anyway, which is unusual, so that's why I'm mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was like, well, here's... He goes, don't you think... Because we've all seen Star Trek and Quantum Leap and all those all those shows that deal with time. Uh, time which makes us so. professionals in quantum theory. Of course. And uh, so he was like, well, here's... What about when Biff goes back in time from the future to hand himself the... Uh, the almanac. Right. Then he comes back to return the DeLorean, and then we know he's supposed to, in the original cut, he's supposed to vanish, because apparently he... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But everybody... But he was like, well, wait a minute. Once he passed himself the book, shouldn't the future have changed around Marty and the Doc, or Marty and Doc shouldn't have even been there? But it was... I thought, you know, that's a solid question. But... You know, and then there was another th- a thought that I had I just thought about in my head was because since all that was in the past and there was a future, the history had already corrected itself. Mm-hmm. So it should have remained that way because they had already gone back, then back to 1885. Well, here, here's something that's even more of a trip. In Back to the Future 2, they were in the quote-unquote future. Right? right. So the guy goes back in time. Shouldn't he have vanished right when he had the thought of going back in time? Well, of course not, because we're in that time period, right? right. But we're not in that time period, because that's the future, which can be changed. So who determines what the present is? Right. Right? So if you're in 1985, oh, it's the present. But you go into the future to, what was what was the year? 2015, right? Yeah. 2015. Four years from now. Now that's the future, but all the people, that's the present. Right. So there's no medi- There's no center point. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> Yeah, because I was looking at it, and I'm thinking, maybe they were caught in some sort of temporal wake yes. that somehow shielded yes, them from the changes in the timeline. Yes, sir. So, you know, that was a thought, too. Yes. That, I agree with that. Because yeah. it works in Star Trek. Such a, and if it works in Star Trek. <laughs> it's such a throwaway line yeah. in Star Trek. Why are we still here? And then Data automatically has that, that spot. Oh, okay, nice. that works. Boom. We, <laughs> we were caught in a temporal wake. <laughs> A temporal wake. <laughs> Come on. A temporal wake. Oh, no, it's doesn't this. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Alright, enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. Uh, you know, it's all fun and games. We have a lot of laughs. You know, we're, always, we're happy. You know, and that that's cool. But one thing that's been pissing me off is Twilight. I'm going to get right into it because... I'm so sick and fucking tired of hearing about the stupid movies. <laughs> two parts. It's a two part. Two part. Like really, really. Yes. They're they're now they're in the same they're in the same realm as the Hobbit and the last Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Like they're that important. Yeah. Now. No, they're not. 
right? This movie didn't even deserve to have one part, <laughs> let alone two parts. I am so... My daughter last night, my oldest daughter, is 11 years old, so of course she loves Twilight. She's watching the first one that was on So TV. she has no taste, right? No. no. <laughs> what an 11-year-old does. Um, other than me when I was 11. Uh... <laughs> And I was taking no chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, she's, she's watching this movie. It's the first one. And, um... You, you were asleep. <laughs> yeah. I was doing the dishes and, like, real shit. Instead of just sitting on the fucking couch like a lazy piece of shit. Alright? Just, just done. And done. Um, and I'm, I sit down and I ha- I'm, I'm doing the show notes, you know. And I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the table, but I can still see the TV. And it's the part of the movie, if any of you have seen this movie, I'm sorry. You know, but, um... Part of the movie where Bella, unless you've watched the Mystery Science Theater version, yes, then you're awesome. Then that's hilarious. Um, and this is where I remember this from. Um, <laughs> it's it's the part where Bella and the vampire cat. What's his name? Oh, Edward. Ah, fucking gay because you knew the name. <laughs> that was a test. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Edward. Um, if you don't know the names of these characters, it's because you've been living under a rock. Yeah, because people just scream it all the time. Um, and she's like, "How old are you?" And he's like, "What do you say, 17? Uh, yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. And she goes, How long have you been seventeen? <laughs> and this whole and then he starts running really vampire fast around the forest. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and, and I go, and then it got to the part where it says, "You're you're glistening or whatever." And I was like, "Why?" I got loud. I went, "Why?" My wife was in the notes here. Why are we watching this? Stupid movie. And my wife goes, you don't have to be mean just because you don't like us. It's not about me not liking it. That's not the issue here. The issue is, I am becoming dumber <laughs> while watching this right now. They're, the story is weak. The characters are fucking shit. There's no development whatsoever. There's no emotion from There's any no the emotion. Bella, and this is on the, the latest Beavis and Butthead episode. <laughs> the latest Beavis and Butthead episode started out with um, them watching Twilight in the movie theater. And, um, you know, they're going, okay, that guy's a vampire, that guy's a werewolf. And then Beavis goes, is Bella a zombie? And then it shows <laughs> it shows Bella on the on the screen. And just because it was a cartoon is exactly the way she is in the movie. Her mouth slightly agape and just staring blankly into nothingness. <laughs> I am appalled. But this is this is what is considered entertainment to some people, and and a lot of people tell me, oh well, it's just the young people, it's the young people. Well, maybe the young people need no. to be introduced to better things, <laughs> and it's not just young people either. Like I was reading my kids a bedtime story, I was reading them Jack and the Beanstalk, and I was reading them Jack and the Beanstalk, not the bullshit watered down one that a fucking chimp could read, the one with the big words in it. Yeah, and they were doing just fine. No problems. Every once in a while, I had to explain something because they were learning the language. My wife's like, "I can't even keep up with this. Why? Why are you reading them this?" And I'm like, "So they can learn and not be a retard. That's why. Maybe you should pay attention." <laughs> Twilight is a scar on the pop culture of the human race, and I hope that in the future, no one even fucking remembers it. That's one of the reasons why I think the Harry Potter craze did a lot more for getting kids to read but unfortunately because of the ch- kids hormones change they start to read this twilight bullshit yeah 
which is the sole reason why I even think that this became remotely popular. Twilight, and Twilight doesn't even get people to read. First of all, even if it got them to read, it got them to read Twilight, which <laughs> I read. No, I'm being I'm being real honest. I read the first half of Twilight. I had to see what was going on, and I read pretty quick, so whatever. I couldn't go any farther. It, it's one of the worst written books, well, bestsellers, quote unquote, that I've ever read in my life. Like, the book is is written for eight year olds. Like I felt dumb reading the book, you know. And and the the plot, it's a romance novel with no sex. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> you know, like, like I don't know. I think that whoever that author broad was, I can't remember her name. She she says, didn't she say she wrote the books for her kids or something? I have no idea. Something like that. But either way, the only reason these books even remotely became popular is because the vampire craze yeah. that's going on. But the vampire craze mm-hmm. started with good vampires. Yeah. And not these fucking gay ones. Not not saying gay people are bad. No, no. I'm saying Twilight's bad. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't even want to talk about <laughs> I put in the show notes, because we, we have ra- random roundtable section in the beginning. Is he back to the future thoughts from no matter than mine? Jesus tap dancing Christ, <laughs> I am sick of Twilight. <laughs> He was a little upset when he wrote I that. I wrote that while Twilight was on. I think I wrote that sentence right after, like the second after I heard, you're glistening. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, jeez. Go right into the news. Alright. Well, speaking of... Uh, uh, zombies. Yeah, zombies. That's right, I forgot she was... Yeah. Sick! <laughs> it seems that all the negative buzz that uh, the cable network AMC got over the summer for their handling of Mad Men and The Walking Dead had no effect on the series, which debuted with 7.3 million mm-hmm. viewers according to Deadline. That was like AMC's biggest it's debut. It's actually the biggest uh, biggest uh, debut for any. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> it did slip a bit in the second week with only 6.7 million, but mm-hmm. oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh no. Have, oh, you, no. have you heard the new numbers for that new Rosie O'Donnell show? Oh, it's like 72,000. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I was, think they have to worry. Yeah. I think those are the ones that couldn't even. That, those are the people that stuck with that show were the ones that couldn't find the remote. Yeah. <laughs> or they're dead. Yeah. And the TV's just on. <laughs> They've been dead for some time. We must find those you people. You know what pisses me off is that, real quick, those rating boxes. Completely old technology. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't account for DVRs. It's ridiculous. And even... That's the problem, too, is that this, um, even networks, they don't count DVRs. And not only that, they don't, they pick and choose who they give the boxes to. Yeah. They, not everybody... There's, like, one demographic that has that box. Old people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well... That's, that's why that's why Murder, She Wrote... Said so long Murder, long. She Wrote is still the shit. <laughs> Mary Mason. Yeah. <laughs> But Nick at Night, I guess, gets the most funding from everybody. I don't know what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hot in Cleveland is number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> but anyways. Morgan uh, Mindy's getting a new season. <laughs> Morgan Mindy, yeah. That's a cool show, though. <laughs> that was a funny show. Uh, but it seems that uh, AMC... It's, even though they had that slip, apparently that didn't stop them from renewing it for a third season. Uh, this is great news for AMC as they solely own this show and all the revenue comes in nicely for the network that has... Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. AMC's on it. Yeah. That's their that's baby. That's their baby now. And considering they have healthy payouts that they have to make to shows like Mad Men and Breaking Bad. See, then I, I hear that they're dropping the main character. 
the actor for the main character. Is that still a go, for, or was it just a rumor for, for Walking Dead? Uh, I was hearing rumors that the the main character, that guy's leaving the show. No, I heard he passed up a couple of movies to do this oh, okay. season. Sorry, right. well, it was just rumors. Then. Yeah, well, that's if you saw it on the interwebs, though, it it must be true. Yeah, because the internet doesn't lie. I also <laughs> heard that Howard the Duck was real. <laughs> that may be true. <laughs> uh, I hope it's true. <laughs> it would also seem that the uh, sudden departure of Frank Darabont hadn't affected viewers uh, after he was quickly dismissed after Comic Con. You're dismissed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Wait a minute. When did that happen? We were there. Yeah, we were there. He was there for Comic Con promoting the second season, and then uh, the second season, and then the day after Comic Con, they fired him. Aww. Yeah. I was like, really, guys? That was bullshit. He's out, like, on the spot doing shit. Yeah. Like, you can leave now. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Dick. You you did the comic combat. You you generated the buzz. You're, you can go now. Dick. Yeah. Their 7.3 million viewers turned the second season premiere into the most watched cable premiere ever. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's hope that uh, AMC will treat his breadwinner a little nicer when it comes into its third season. Yeah. But we all know that probably won't happen. I uh, know. <laughs> like, huh, we become George Lucas. How much more money can we milk out of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no segue for this. Other than dun, dun, dun. Um, That's your segue. Actually, it makes that, sense. That makes sense. That's your segue. Because we're talking about DC Universe. Um, DC Universe, we, we mentioned before, uh, was going free to play. And we were all very excited. Yeah. I think that's the uh, only MMO... Actually, actually, in Star Trek Online that we both want to play. Yeah. In, in um, fact, I'm actually sporting an erection right now. I'm... I finished. Mm-hmm. Oh, I finished? You finished yeah. it? Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now we have a launch date. And it's, it's coming very soon, folks. This launch date... This both systems. Okay. Because you can get the shit on the PlayStation 3. That's Just in cool. case you didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't recognize. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read my story because... I, I, I you were I was, entertained by it? I think I was half asleep. That's <laughs> oh. kind of funny. Let me tell you all a story about a man who grew tired. Every day this man would tirelessly head over to the DC Universe website, wanting to know when the game was officially going free-to-play. Every time the site was visited, the man was even more excited as the la- than the last time, only to be completely deflated by s- <laughs> to see the oh-so-familiar free-to-play coming-soon banner on the right. This man, of course, was me. <laughs> Those days are over because Sony Online Entertainment announced that the game is going free to play on November 1st. Tomorrow. 2012. According to 11. the day of this podcast. What year is it? 2011. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when you're listening to this, because you better be listening to it when the day it comes out. November 1st. That's tomorrow. Uh, the game will be moved into a tiered model allowing players to choose how they want to play the game. Blah, 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 blah. I've already told you this crap before. So, just real quick to recap tiered models. There's three tiers. The completely free tier get access to the game for free. Game updates are free. Um, you can you have the option option to purchase uh, all the D- DLC. Um, you get two character slots, 28 inventory slots, zero auction slots. You can't use the auction house. 12 bank slots. Um, there's no trading whatsoever. 15, 1500 max in-game currency. Um, and some other shit too that really whatever you can still join um, a league it's like a guild or whatever right. but you can't create one uh, the middle premium you just spend $5 or more so you could buy one month and then never pay again you'll be premium member um, games free 
You can purchase DLCs if you want. You get six character slots, 42 inventory slots, five auction slots, 24 bank slots. You can trade items only. Your in-game currency max is 2,000. Um, and some other chat, chat bullshit. Legendary. <laughs> Basically means you're still paying $14.99 a month. <laughs> um, you get access to the game plus DLC expansion packs. Uh, maximum game features unlocked. All DLCs free. If you pay fifty, if you pay fourteen ninety nine a month, um, sixteen character slots. You can also purchase more. Still trying to sell you shit. Um, of course, sixty three inventory slots, twenty auction slots, forty eight bank slots. You can trade items as well as cash. In game currency is of course unlimited. Um, and you know, the cheaper it is, the they have some some restrictions on chatting and sending mail and just whatever. But um, and you can also you have to be. Legendary member to start a league. Mm. So, league like Justice League. Yeah. Get it? Um, game looks awesome. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Even the Joker frowned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely check it out. You don't need a cool computer because you just need a PlayStation 3. Right. And if so, you don't have a PlayStation 3, you're doing it wrong. You have a PlayStation 3. I don't want you to listen to the podcast yeah. anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, leave! <laughs> no! Please! Teach me to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though, because I've always wanted to play, but I didn't want to play the sixty bucks plus the monthly membership yes. fee. And that, so this is going to be cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Exactly. I'm downloading it November first. So uh, now, keeping in context with Warner Brothers, since they own DC. <laughs> If you are one of those that haven't picked up the entire Harry Potter series on Blu-ray or DVD... How dare you? You may want to do it now, even though Deathly Hallows Part 2 comes out on November 11th. Because Warner Brothers has released a statement that announces that they will be pulling the merchant, the franchise off the shelves come December 29th. Fuck, is it going in the vault? <laughs> yeah, I know, they're doing Disney. Uh, there is no real reason as to why they will pull them off the shelf, but it's all about marketing. My belief is that they'll pull it for a small time and then re-release the entire series in new packaging in an attempt to make people pick up the new version or get people that waited this long to get the series. Uh, according to a press release supplied by Deadline, the, this includes the eight-disc movie set and Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which will only be out for literally a month and a half before they become hard to get. Uh, the franchise has garnered more than $12 billion dollars. Yeah. For Warner Brothers. So it comes as no surprise that they want to add more money to that total. And hopefully they take that money, now that Harry Potter's done, and they put it into some DC comics. Yeah. Let's let's shift it over. Let's shift it over. Actually, we we already seen that they put a lot of money into like Green Lantern. Let's let's take a little bit more time on the script. Let's put more money into the crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cast we got. Yeah, the cast let's we got. Let's move on to the crew. <laughs> Uh, sticking on the DC route. Speaking of DC, Warner Brothers and the shit. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. That's going to be the name of the vibe. I know how to spell that. <laughs> I'll Google it. Yeah. <laughs> we should put that at the beginning. Da, da, da. I'll record it. Um, off of my Sega Genesis. <laughs> Batman Arkham City. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Batman Arkham City ships 4.6 million copies in its first week. 
Um, this may not be much of a shock to all of you, but Batman Arkham City is doing very well. The reviews <laughs> across the board have been raving at the game mechanics, quality writing, and amazing visuals that the game offers. That's awesome. That game is awesome, dude. Yeah. This is all well and good, but the proof is in the numbers. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> the numbers, by the way, are very good as well. Batman Arkham City shipped 4.6 million copies on its first week on the shelves. This is twice as much as its predecessor, 2009's Batman Arkham Asylum, made in its first week out. Of course, this still isn't the highest grossing Batman game in existence, with the 2008 release of Lego Batman reaching 7 million copies. Wow. Really? Of course, Lego Batman has the luxury of appealing to kids. Every demographic, uh, which lends to its high sales. Yeah. Old people and kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone can have fun playing the Lego Batman game. Lego Batman was a shit. I bought it, I think. I rented it. I played it. He <laughs> stole it. What yeah. is this? I don't know. <laughs> I stabbed somebody. In um, I think it was on some in, on somebody's TV in their house yeah, when yeah. I saw it. <laughs> I think I played it at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't tried Arkham Arkham City out yet, I really suggest you get on it. The game is executed so wonderfully that it's already made my game of the year mention, and that's the truth. Because I know at the end of the year, I think it's the Christmas episode, we talk about games of the yeah. year and. Batman might it might be it might so, be and I haven't even played it that much it might be it might be it might be it might be wow I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm a rich baby what what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm a big bitch baby shifting demographics so oh that I mean just Arkham uh, Arkham City is just so. no place for no hero <laughs> Like, Everything is perfect in my game. That, it really Voice is. acting, game mechanics, writing, storytelling, characters, everything is fucking perfect. And now and I have DLC next week. I mean... Yeah, and then the DLC for, um, November 1st like, gives you Nightwing. Yeah. Um, Wayne Manor, two more challenge... I mean, Rock City's killing it, But the it, thing is, is that it's DLC that wasn't free already, that you could have already gotten, but... It's like what two weeks after the game came yeah. out. It's six ninety nine. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's fucking. That's it. Pussy money. Well, while people are going to talk massive amounts of crap about this, <laughs> it's still forty percent lower than what Netflix did. Starting Monday, Redbox's DVD prices uh, will for their movies will increase by twenty cents. Yes, that's twenty percent for oh those. God. Movies. Yes, I know. And for those of you that can't do the math, that means that it will cost $1.20 to rent <laughs> DVDs from Redbox. Now, on the bright side, they are leaving prices for Blu-rays and video games alone. They are claiming the increased operating cost is the reason behind the increase of the DVD. That makes sense, though, because they've been expanding and yeah. stuff. And not to mention that many sales and rentals of standard DVDs are slowing, so it's great news for people that rent Blu-ray copies. Yes. Um, a price increase was inevitable. Inevitable, but twenty cents increase is better than eight dollars of an increase. Uh, some are complaining, and I have seen on some of the comment sections. Reminds me of the price increase that Apple did when they raised their ninety-nine cents uh, prices to a dollar twenty-nine. Mm -hmm. That came, uh, they made to keep the record company sit quietly just a little bit longer. <laughs> However, I think that uh, many people are here aren't hearing is that some movies don't have the same 28-day release that Netflix and Blockbuster is now having. Yep. Paramount Studios has re-signed their deal to make available day-to-day -day, uh, releases until 2014. 
This deal is made in exchange for some stock options in the company. Sony has a similar deal that expires in 2012, uh, as does Lionsgate, which expires in 2014, and has similar deals with Summit and Anchor Bay. So if you Captain America people have been waiting, you can pick it up right now at Redbox. Right now! Hey! <laughs> and you Twilight people will be happy because Summit will have day-to-day release too, which I know Sapien's all more excited about. Uh, with, I, don't, I don't even want to fucking... I, I can't <laughs> believe you even said that in my presence. <laughs> uh, with gaining some ground on Netflix, it seems that uh, Redbox's net ven- next venture will be offering an, uh, a streaming service. With the dissatisfaction um, customers had with the Netflix price increase, it seems that a streaming service is, quote, top priority, unquote, for the company. Especially since they have some studios on board with them, this could make some inroads that... Netflix couldn't make. So if you're mad as hell about the price increase, you can still reserve a movie through online through November and still get the dollar deal. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that they're they're saying, okay, if you really want to bitch about it <laughs> Fine. Fine, we'll give you a little we'll throw you a little bone. Unlike Netflix, which just said, Yeah, it's changing, deal with it. Dun dun dun. Alright, it's getting old. <laughs> um There is no segue because that was lame and this is kinda cool. Uh, the PSP, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. Sure, the Vita's release is looming, and the PSP might seem like its days are, are soon to be over, but maybe not. Seems many have forgotten the PlayStation 2 and its long-standing relationship with the bargain bin well into the lifespan of PS3. Shame Still on you. around. Shame on you, if yeah. you forgot about that. Yeah, it's only 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, the PSP is getting a brand new bundle just in time for the holiday season. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Yes. All that. That deserved it. All that. The bundle includes a PSP 3000, obviously, a 2 gigabyte Memory Stick Pro Duo, a copy of FIFA Soccer 12 on UMD, of course, <laughs> and a code to download a full copy of Cars 2, which is kind of... Eh. Um, we're This is a quote. We are excited to announce that we are bringing another great PSP entertainment pack your way said Crystal McKenzie, Associate Brand Marketing Manager at Sony. The bundle will run you $159.99 and will release on November 15th. That's a week after Cars 2 was released, so this will be a great gift for a youngster in your life. Uh, yes, I use the word youngster. Um, <laughs> Cars 2 is really lame. You I suck? just watched it. Oh. With the ki- even my kids didn't like it. It makes no sense. All of a sudden, because... It's mo- mostly about Nader, the the southern dude, yeah. um, and he's a su- secret agent. Like it, ma- it makes no sense, absolutely no sense. So, but I guess for kid whatever. But the big thing is a bundle with FIFA. And I'm yeah, say, that's a good that's game. a big deal because FIFA is big time. That's why they gave you the download copy. Yeah, you can download <laughs> if you want. You can download if you want. But I don't FIFA, think they put movies. I don't think they put movies in UMDs anymore. Um, and they shouldn't. So, that is pretty cool if you want to get a PSP. You still haven't gotten one yet. You know, or you had one and it broke. That might have <laughs> happened to some people, you know. I, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> you had to borrow mine for a while. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, Are we done with the news? I, I, think, I think we're done with the news. Okay. We can go into... Uh, New releases! Yay! <laughs> so, uh, 
on Netflix uh, streaming right now, we have the next three days. That's the Russell Crowe yawner. Mm. Uh, Into the Universe with uh, Stephen Hawkins, which nice. is actually a really good nice. show. Stephen Hawkins is more interesting than Russell Crowe. Yeah. Uh, senseless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, senseless. Wayne's Brothers uh, <laughs> treat. And The Last Exorcism. Exorcism. I am in love with um, heavily Catholic horror movies. I just think they're so crazy. <laughs> I just love it. Um, so that's an Exorcist movie. It looks really gruesome and gory. Yeah, so. I, I heard that it actually wasn't all that, but I don't know. But it's around Halloween. That's true. Actually, it is Halloween. Actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, wow, wow. And Halloween is the best time to watch really shitty movies that are entirely too bloody. Yeah. So enjoy that. <laughs> so we got games. Finally, <laughs> Un- Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception is coming out. Oh, Lord of the Rings Wait, War of the, War War the, the North. North. I forgot about that. Yeah. NCIS, uh, Sonic's Generations. Yeah. <laughs> GoldenEye Re- 007 yes. Reloaded. Uh, Dead Rising 2 Off the Record. But as we mentioned before, Batman, Batman Arkham City. City, Nightwing Bundle Pack. And, of course, uh, uh, Gears of War 3 Horde Command Pack. So, uh, I, you know, I was, you know, I, I'm thinking that I may put Uncharted 3 on my Christmas list as opposed to actually going out and getting it. Um, mostly because I'm, I still have Arkham City and Battlefield 3 that I yeah. have, you know, and then I'm going to have um, Modern Warfare 3. And I, I have decided, because I was going to buy all the games, and I've decided... I, He's just going to borrow them for me? Well, yes, but I really want, <laughs> um, I really, really want Skyrim. And I know that is going to be a... Oh, Skyrim, I thought. Elder Scrolls. Um, and I know that is going to be a very involving game. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to buy that for now. Become then, a hermit after. Yeah, and I do want to get 100% on Arkham Asylum before I get into Arkham City. So, because oh. I... I don't know. have Asperger's <laughs> or something. Um, you have Asperger's. Um, for, the- for theaters, we have A Very Herald and Kumar Christmas. I want to see that. I want to see it, I don't need to see it in the theater. Yeah, but I want to see it. Uh, and Tower Heist. That's which, all right. Eh. <laughs> is, are you married? No. What's up? No. <laughs> no, I'm we'll see, no. I ain't married. What's <laughs> up? It's all ghetto about <laughs> it. Uh, DVDs this week. We have Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love. I didn't see that. That, that was, was in and out of the theater, wasn't it? It was in there for a little bit. It was actually pretty decent. I liked it. Uh, Water for Elephants. Uh, for all too. of you, for all of you Edward fans. Californication Get season it. four. A Christmas Carol 60th Anniversary Diamond Edition. If you haven't seen the movie 15 million times. Yeah, and this is the one, this is the original one. This is the Alistair Sims one, the one that you see on, like, Lethal Weapon that's on TV. Usually, anytime they show a TV one, that's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young man, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's that one. And How the States Got Their Shape, season one, which yeah. is actually a really cool it's a show. show. It's it's a dope, yeah. yeah, I like it, too, because Brian Unger has that kind of, that underlying sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the Bill Murray classic, Scrooge. The best. Absolutely. That, that shit was funny, man. You want me to say all the DC ones? I'm yeah. going to say all the DC you ones. You say all the DC ones. We have uh, comics, by the way. Yes. <laughs> We're on comics now. <laughs> Keep up. Action Comics number three. Animal Man number three. Batwing number three. Do I have to say number three? I don't. Uh, Detective Comics, Green Arrow, Hawk and Dove, Justice League International, Man of War, <laughs> OMAC, Red Lantern, Red Lanterns. Uh, Static Shock, Stormwatch, Swamp Thing, 
and I'm done. <laughs> and we have from Dynamite, uh, Dark Shadows number one. Like so the like the old soap opera, yeah. Dark Shadows? They're doing it because uh, Tim Burton's movie is going to be coming out my soon. My grandma so. loved that show. I know, my mom used to watch that show all the time. Uh, Green Hornet, number 19. In the Marvel Universe, we have uh, Amazing Spider-Man, 673. Avengers 1959 number 3 Academy Avengers Academy number 21 This one actually seems kind of cool Avengers Origin Ant-Man and Wasp number 1 The characters that were cut yeah. from the Avengers, Avengers movie, movie. <laughs> And here's a lame one Avengers number 7.1 number 1 Yeah Uh Fear Itself The Fearless number 2 I reviewed The Fearless number 1 you can go ahead and check it on the website, lazygeeks.com, and uh, check out that review. We also have Hulk number 44 and Moon Knight number 7. How's it? Have you ever read that Moon Knight? I started to, and it just didn't... It, it wasn't doing it for it you? It wasn't doing it because Moon Knight is on the West Coast, and he gets help from Captain America Spider-Man from the East Coast, and it's like West Coast Avengers kind of... Blah. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I'm sorry. That's like West Coast Avengers... It's like going to the strip club on a Wednesday. <laughs> you're, you're getting you're getting the second string. <laughs> it's like going to the strip club on Good Friday. You know, it's just no. That's that's not. That's, that's just a little not, too far. That, you, you think it's a little too yeah, far? Yeah, that, that might be like. I don't know. Jesus, that's going really far. <laughs> it's like a comic that's not really published. It's indie. You can only yeah. get one city. <laughs> only in one city. You know? <laughs> it's got your staple marks in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, when I was in elementary school, I wrote my own comic. Yeah. Super kid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not very original. Yeah. <laughs> he was cool though. Well, it's better than the one you did um, yesterday. You know, super penis. Dude, that was a real life. Of... <laughs> I was just telling my story. Yeah, it was a little weird when you were you were pasting the, your pictures yeah, on, yeah. on the paper. It was well, a little yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah, a little weird. I wrote it with my penis. <laughs> it looked like. Yeah. Uh, that could go so much further. I'm gonna stay away from masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you may have seen this past week. I wrote uh, an article about Marvel really pushing heavy on getting people to sample digital downloads of their comics. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for issue one through three of Avenging Spider-Man, which is coming out this month, I believe, hey, or real, next month. Real, real quick, I'm sorry, I have a question. Yeah, Marvel, are they charging the same three ninety nine for the digital comics? They're doing the, the same thing as uh, DC. Hate that dude. Yeah. Like, give me a dollar off. Yeah, you know, I'm not getting the bag and board. I'm not getting the you know. I'm not getting the the flimsy the paper flimsy that when you touch that... all oil from your skin <laughs> just mass onto it. Um. But they're giving free, uh, free codes for digital copies for each of those three, so you can kind of sample them. And they're going to be polybagged, of course. Uh, but uh, now I've been kind of experimenting with digital downloads. I don't know, you have too. Um, yes, I have. <laughs> do you? And uh, so my question really DC's, is: DC, kind of, DC. By the way, um, Marvel has an official app. DC's app is in conjunction with Com Cosmology's app. So just just to know when you're yeah. on the app store. Now, also, also if you are a, a Cosmicology customer, you can still get Marvel ones on Cosmicology. Yes, you can. But yeah. DC pretty much works solely with them. Right. And I think it's Image that's now doing Comicsology too. Yeah. So, but you still can't look at your fucking pull list on that app. That's what pisses me that off. That does piss me off, yeah. I don't like... That's the one thing that... I had that app for like a minute. 
And then when I saw I can't access my my yeah. playlist, screw like it. how hard how hard is it to add that? Yeah, you know. So uh, anyway, we're we're off topic now. I need something to drink. But uh, uh, but the thing was is that uh, with everybody kind of doing the push towards digital comics, and now you've got the the iPad, which has been doing a lot with that. Now you're going to have the Kindle Fire, which is going to uh, is going to start being able. To, you know, you can view comics and graphic novels on that. Do you think that this is truly the way of the future? Like, slow, more and more, we're going to get people that are going to go to it, and as opposed to actually going to the comic book store. Well, this goes back to when the Kindle came out. People were like, "Do you think you know books are are out, and we're all going to read?" It's the same exact question. You know, um, the the only difference between comic books and books is their pictures. Yeah. Well, it depends on what book you're reading, I guess. Um, do I think? Yeah, I do. Because really think about it, comics aren't as collectible as they used to be. No. The collectible comics now are the older comics from yesteryear. Yeah. You know, and that's only because they're old. And they were printed on paper that was designed to deteriorate. And also the fact that they only printed one run, maybe two. Yeah. And now um, we have like... Um, eighth, four, eighth edition variations. Yeah, of like the, the new... Justice League. The new Justice League or the new 52s. As soon as they ran out of print, they just printed more. Yeah. You know, so it, it it takes the value down. Is it fun? To unless you get the, yeah. unless you get the the imperfection like the yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, I do say too. I've pretty much I've decided I'm going to stick with with digital, and the and the reason is I don't have the space to keep comic books. Yeah. Um, I I get annoyed sometimes because I have to treat them like Fabergé eggs. You know, and and I just want to read. I just want to read the comic book. Yeah. I I buy them not to collect them. I buy them because I want to read them. Yeah, I I've kind of made that. Sorry, Collector Paradise, but um, yeah, um, I've kind of made that decision myself too, is to kind of start going digitally with the comics because one, you know, you know, it's easier. You don't have to worry about running down to the comic store and them not having the issue. Like what happened with me that one time I went almost to- all the fifty twos. Yeah, I I, I I Nomad went to the store. I was doing something that I couldn't go, and I asked, "Hey, can you pick?" I think it was what was it? It was Flash. It was Flash and like um, one of the Batman books. Or oh something. right, yeah. And he couldn't get any of them because they they limited him to a certain amount of books because the shipping was blah 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 yeah. blah blah nineteen nineties problems. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, we're two thousand eleven, and they didn't ship enough. Yeah, and and, and it's, it's like. He, I'm not saying it was anybody's fault. No. I'm just saying that stuff like that is annoying. Yeah. And if I can get away from it, that's great. If I if I buy a digital copy of a comic, I can read it on my computer. Right. I can read it on my phone. I read them on my phone. Yeah. You know, and, and and to me it's great because let's say I I buy I think I got six or I got six comics digitally. Mm-hmm. And I had them all on my phone. Yeah. And I take the bus to work. So I just run on the bus. I'm not carrying... I used to... And you remember this. I used to carry the comics with me in my bag and then freak out if I move my bag wrong. Right. Because I want to read them, you know? So this... It makes it more portable. It makes it... So you can enjoy comics whenever you want. Yeah, and I think the same thing for me, too, is that after that incident, which rubbed me the wrong way because of the fact that it's like, really, you guys know how much... You know, and and we're running into this. And this fault is either this fault is not necessarily on the particular comic book store, mm-hmm. or you know, but it, it, it's the it's it the publisher. Shit it's, it yeah, but it's the publisher and the and the uh, so it, it's the those particular uh, companies. But the thing is, is that 
do I want to run the risk of okay, I can't go because I've I'm flying out or I'm working or I've got other plans that happen at that time yeah. to run the risk of going there on a Thursday and not having the comics or have to get there at open because then the comics would disappear by then. It just it it's it does make it convenient if you're working, you have access to oh cool, I'll just download the comic. You know, and I I've started doing that with um, most of the DC stuff. I just started getting into Marvel using the digital downloads. And I've I've actually it I don't know if it's just my favorite thing, and I, and this is one of the things that I've noticed when I'm looking at them digitally, is when you get those two-page spreads, the one art piece and two yeah, pages, yeah. and then you bring it up on your computer screen so you see the whole thing, and you're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Sexy. You know, masturbate really quickly, and then, you know. So I take my time. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I want to get to the next page, and then... Oh, right, then, right, right, you know. right, right, right. But, uh, but, yeah, so... Right, right, right. Right, right, right. But do I think it's going to immediately cause the downfall of comic book stores? No, because no. there's going to be a hardcore group of people that are still going to want comic books in their hand. Yes. Um, but it's, And the same thing goes for people that uh, uh, music, like, oh, CDs are going away because you can download all your music. There will be people that will do that, or movies. I personally don't do that with movies because you don't get the special features mm -hmm. with, um, with that, and I think that's one of the serious... Uh, problems with downloading movies. Yeah. If you just want, excuse me, if you just want movies just to have a movie, then that's what you're gonna have. But yeah, if, you know. But if you're you're gonna have the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like me that likes to go through the special features and get all the extras, you know, stuff like for Thor or or Captain America, you know, the Marvel one shot, you don't get that with the digital download. You get that with the DVD or the the Blu-ray. And that's what I like. By the way, that digital one shot is pretty fucking badass with in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to show you that. We'll have to watch it afterwards. But uh, dun, uh, dun, dun. <laughs> but yeah. So that the, um, I I as for us on the lazy geek side, I think we're moving digital. Because we're lazy. <laughs> but, I think we're moving digital, and and you know what? Honestly, it's just more convenient too. I think we're moving digital with a lot of things. I yeah. mean, we at we one both point had both had Kindle. My oh, yeah, Kindle is right, broken, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, I do like plan, all your other shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do plan on getting a fire, a Kindle Fire. Uh, it's called Fire, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do plan on no, getting. It's the that. Kindle Fryer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kindle Suck It. Um, I do plan on getting that one, and a big reason I'm getting is a comic reader. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. Uh, I because I did want um, to get a tablet, and eventually I might. But right now, I don't want to throw down five hundred bucks that's for a, a tablet. For a yeah, tablet. that's I'll get a computer. Yeah, <laughs> um, but. Two hundred, I can work. Yeah, you know, and so we still love comic books. We're still going to review comic books. We're still reading comic books. That's also why you'll probably see us review more comics. Yes, because we're going to start getting them digitally. So, huzzah! <laughs> Bazinga, pun! <laughs> that was awesome. That was so funny. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, so I just want to touch briefly on EA and. Battlefield 3's bum, bum, bum. epic release. <laughs> um, but uh, on a side note, Battlefield 3 is an, is an awesome game. Oh, yeah. I was playing it today. Um, I know Nomad has been speaking highly of it. The graphics are amazing. Um, the gameplay is amazing. Now, this is for the Xbox 360, by the way. Yes, and I did. I Nomad wasn't aware they had to install it to get the <laughs> HD, and it blew his mind. But uh, but no, it's great. You know. Um, 
No, I, I knew I had to install it. I just, just lazy about it. I just oh, lazy about it. Because I, I was sitting there like going, okay, let's time to play. Really? Yeah. Really? It's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I was that yeah. anxious to play it. Um, anyways, there were two things that happened with the release that that were that pissed off a lot of people. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. The one was the um, Xbox 360 servers for Battlefield 3 went down on launch day, <laughs> which. Um, that's very that's that's very time warner of them. Yes, yeah, so it might be it might be a little inconvenient for the gamers that we're trying to play. Yeah, um, especially the ones that waited at midnight to get the game home. To play. Yeah, as soon as the home broke. Hmm. So there was that. The bigger thing was um, it came a little later. Well, it didn't come later, but people started talking about it later. Originally, the pl- the PlayStation Three version of Battlefield Three was supposed to come with because of the Blu-ray disc, you can fit more on it. Battlefield nineteen forty three. As a bonus on on your disc, you can install it, which I think that came with um, World at War too. Yeah. Pretty cool. You install World at War anyway. You installed it right to your drive. No, you mean uh, Medal of Honor? Did it come with Medal of Honor? Medal of Honor is Dice. Uh, World at War is EA. Whatever. I mean, um, is uh, whatever. Yeah. It came with one of them. Both of them were badass. <laughs> um, you had to install it to your 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 PlayStation, and you did have to. Retain the disc inside for Medal of Honor. Is Medal of Honor? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, can we get emails on that? Yeah. I Fucking know. know your shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it didn't come with Battlefield Three, so a lot of people are upset. Now, <laughs> EA says, "You know what? We fucked up." They didn't say it word for bait, by the way. But I'm just saying, we messed up because we made a mistake. We're gonna give PlayStation PlayStation gamers. First dibs on DLC, which means that PlayStation, the PlayStation would get DLC for Battlefield 3 before the Xbox 360. So everyone's cool. Like, oh, cool, because PlayStation gamers are used to getting it second, because Microsoft is a whore when it comes to that shit. They'll suck anyone off to get a DLC for free. <laughs> so the cute thing about that is, is that that was already agreed. You have to understand, not only did EA say that already, that it was well before they casually forgot to put Battlefield 1943 on there, but you can't a few days after launch just decide that DLC is going to come to yeah. your system. For, that That's a legal agreement. Yeah, That's a contract that needs to be signed. How very Netflix of them. How very Netflix. <laughs> Time Warner and Netflix. Netflix, yeah. And it's... What pissed it's me, this kind of shit that makes Modern Warfare... Yeah, it's uh, a, uh, based on uh, warfare the the superior system because you know that shit's gonna come out on launch. You know all that shit's gonna be right. Not to interrupt you, but no, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and I think EA, all the shit they talked, and and Activision really didn't talk much shit. They were just like, you know, whatever. I, I think who was it from Activision that said both games can coexist? It's not. Yeah, it's not a definite win or lose. EA's like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. and everyone's like, oh, it's an underdog. No, it's not. It's Battlefield is fine. It, it's not. It's not doing poorly. You know, it's not it, the game that wish they could. You yeah. know, the two, the two biggest, and honestly, it's the two biggest. Um, not first person shooters, but two biggest um, realistic first person shooters. Modern Warfare Three and Battle. So it's still one of the two. That's good. Yeah. You know, and and now. All that shit they talk, and they can't even get simple shit right now. You know, and, and I think it was a disservice to the fans. Uh, the game, splendid. 
I mean, they, the game was the whoever the people on the development staff and all that they did an awesome job. The game was worth it. But although on the three sixty two discs, really, yeah, yeah. The but that's more Microsoft's fault for not retaining the HD. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I think that back on topic. Back on topic. <laughs> I think the implement implementation of the game was so poorly done, and and it's sad for such a big title. Like, I see that on a little stupid bargain bin title. No one really but cares. But we've seen that more and more on It has big, been happening a lot. A lot more on bigger, big, big titles. And like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's something that shouldn't happen. You know, like, oh, we forgot to put that code in there. Sorry about that. It's like, I mean, Arkham had that. Like, and this year is the year of the problems. Because yeah. there's always problems with every game. Yeah, Arkham had that where uh-huh. they didn't put the in Catwoman the, the Catwoman code. You've got or just needing the Catwoman code. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah simply needing the Catwoman code. It is ridiculous, and it just seems like, really, you guys have been promoting this shit for well over a year. Yeah. You've been talking so much shit. And then... Yo, mouth. Yeah, and then you fuck up, because then you end up looking like a like a punk bitch, really. Yes. You know, and, and it's just, it's... It is ridiculous, and it, it does suck, especially for the people that were on the fence about getting the PS3 version versus the Xbox... And you're like, oh well, I'll get, I'll get the, uh, I'll get this game with it. Cool. Then you buy it, and then oh, it doesn't come with it. So it was like, well, shit. I'll just trade it in What's and get an fun? Xbox version. Yeah. You know. I mean, which we all know that in first-person shooters, Xbox is better. What? <laughs> in first-person shooters. Listen, I think it's open to interpretation. I think it's a matter of opinion. <laughs> And I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like you've been playing, you, you haven't been playing your Xbox. Like you're gently trying to tap the because yeah. you know how the controller is. Yeah, I so because um, No Man got my Xbox been broken for a while. I haven't had the money to go get it fixed. And uh, I hope you've been noticing that every product that he says he's owned has been broken. The PSP, the um, Kindle, <laughs> this one. I have children. <laughs> um, <laughs> the PlayStation's not broken because Sony makes a quality product. Moving on. <laughs> Um, so he bought Battlefield 3 for the Xbox, and I'm so used to playing the PlayStation. I've been playing a lot of first-person shooters lately. Now, the, the the analog sticks are a lot more loose on um, the PlayStation controller. Like your prom date. Yeah. So you have to kind of just flick them like yeah. your prom date. So I'm trying to do that on the Xbox, and my character's not moving. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck! So... There was that. Yeah. I was also not pressing the trigger buttons hot enough because they're just buttons on the yeah. PlayStation. And I'm like, aww. The PlayStation, literally, you have to be like a crackhead when you play it. You're just <laughs> tapping everything. You know? Yeah. You're literally just playing like this. Like, <laughs> oh shit. Um, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have nothing more to add. I have nothing. I just wanted to throw that out there for two reasons. One, and... and a reason I've used before, I couldn't find anything to talk about. Um, and two, I just thought it was just so like you talk so much shit, yeah. and then you fuck it up. You yeah. know, it's, just, it's like and Activision still hasn't said this would be a perfect time for Activision to come out. Oh, I thought you were fucking bad. What? Yeah. What happened? No, no, no. You'll see it in a press release. Now you know all our content was delivered on schedule and do, as do, promised. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Speaking of which, this might be unhardcore gamer of me, but I played Battlefield 3 and then immediately started playing 
new Super Mario Brothers on the Wii. <laughs> oh yeah, for the Wii. And yeah. I think I had more fun yeah. with Mario Brothers. <laughs> I just wasn't in the mood to play a hardcore game. It was like, mm, bop, bop, t- mm, mm. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> all right. So I think it's time for us to move into some uh, douchebaggery. Speaking of douchey stuff, let's yeah. talk about some douchebags. <laughs> All right. Well, my first one, uh, my number three, drop it, is not the best strategy. It seems that DirecTV is making a really big push to let people know that they are doing what they feel needs to be done, and that Fox is quote lying to people in their television ads. In a letter to the FCC, DirecTV's EVP Derek Chang informed the com- um, the FCC committee that uh, <laughs> how many acronyms do you need? Yeah, I know, right. Uh, <laughs> you down with OPP? <laughs> that Fox is blatantly lying to customers by citing that they, quote-unquote, may lose uh, or may soon lose local bro- uh, Fox broadcasting in certain markets. Now, they are sticking to, by the fact that if negotiations with Fox don't happen, all Fox cable networks will go dark on, on November 1st. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> However, rebroadcasting of their local Fox stations is on a separate agreement that doesn't expire until December 31st of this year. Quote, Fox's television advertisement on its local broadcast stations state that viewers could lose local channels showing clips of Glee and NFL games. If we're going to talk about two completely different demographics there. <laughs> <laughs> that are uh, not subject to this agreement, Chang said in the letter. Now, it seems that Fox, I mean, that DirecTV is worrying about people jumping ship because of the fear, which Fox always does best. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are spreading about losing their local affiliates. DirecTV is missing more of the bigger picture that people will become angry due to the loss of their cable channels, most notably FX. Quote, Fox continues to demand that DirecTV customers pay significantly more um, for the same channels than they, that they already receive. Chang defends DirecTV's position in the letter. DirecTV takes offense to the one-page ad that Fox took out on in the local Los Angeles Times, which we mentioned earlier in the week, that most negative remarks that about Fox came from Chang in the form of this quote. Fox is clearly abusing the public trust by its deliberate attempt to confuse and alarm customers or consumers. Such conduct is certainly not what the commission had in mind when it made Fox a steward of the nation's airwaves entrusted to serve the public interest. A steward <laughs> of know. the nation's airwaves. <laughs> I know. What are they, a superhero? Yeah, I know. It's like you expect to stand in there with the big DTV logo on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Kate fluttering in the wind, you know. Uh, DirecTV has been is between a rock and a hard place in regards to this issue. As I mentioned in, um, earlier this week, that uh, they would be better off waiting for Fox to force DirecTV's hand to go dark instead of DirecTV giving the discontinuation discontinuation date. Yep. DirecTV will be forced to pull the plug on November 1st and will make customers angry. DirecTV has... You don't like it when, when customers are angry. <laughs> DirecTV has two options and neither of them are good. They can either A, pull the plug and piss everyone off, or B, not pull the plug and look like a punk. Fans will be happy for sure, but Fox knows that they will have until the end of the year to really make them pay. My number two douchebag, oh, gets better. Uh, we don't think things through. I agree, and I don't even know what's going on. Uh, what was sure to be an interesting third quarter earnings call, Netflix was trying to lighten things up by announcing their new Netflix service in the United Kingdom and Ireland. 
the announcement um, of this news was more likely to soften the earnings report that would give everyone final numbers as to how many subscribers bailed after the fiasco of the last few months. It seemed that Netflix had, ju um, had just 200,000 subscribers shy of 24 million, so it came in below expectation. But keep in mind that the 24 million was revised from the 25 million estimate, um, estimated subscribers. While some people are wondering how the company beat earnings from the same time last year, it was mostly due to the fact that their fees had more than doubled from the same time last year. Uh, after learning that they would lose money after expanding into the UK and Ireland, Netflix decided to cancel their plans to expand until they can return to profitability again. This is the second time in less than a month that Netflix has backed off a proposed change. That happened all in one day. Netflix, Netflix stock still taking a tumble as numbers were below expectation and anything that Netflix tries to do is met with little excitement in the stock market. We also learned that once people started seeing their monthly statements with the new prices, there was a sudden, a sudden wave of cancellations, which I predicted. Uh, in, <laughs> well, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> in the end, Monday was another bad day for Netflix as it tried to show how strong it was by expanding but then realized that they would lose money in the long term which is something a struggling company does not want to hear. Netflix is looking more like a group of people deciding the company's future at a local bar than the, <laughs> than the innovative company that it was six months ago. Are they Apple now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we might have lost something. Uh, so, dun, dun, dun. while uh, we, <laughs> while we have uh, those two douche mags, you, you think about it and you think, wow, those are pretty douchey things. Who those could, are pretty douchey. Who could actually even become more douchey than that. Hmm. I'll give you one acronym. TSA. That, you don't even have to finish. <laughs> so this one comes... Did, did you feel violated? <laughs> <laughs> really, really did. Uh, this is comes from uh, MSNBC. Right. The Transportation Security Administration Ooh. employee disciplined for allegedly leaving a personal note on an inspector's card in a traveler's suitcase will be fired, the agency said in its blog. Quote, TSA has completed its investigation of this matter and has initiated action to remove the individual from federal service, the agency said. The disciplinary action comes after New York-based blogger and lawyer Jill uh, Philpopvic, uh, who was traveling with a small vibrator in her checked luggage, oh, yeah, baby. discovered that someone had scrawled, get your freak on, girl, across the TSA paperwork left in her bag. Under the title... Your tax dollars at work. Phil Pavic, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Phil Pavic posted the note on the Feministe blog on October 24th and added her own comment. Total violation of privacy, wildly inappropriate, and clearly not okay, but I also just died laughing in my hotel room. She also tweeted the photo of the note, adding, Just unpacked my suitcase and found a note from TSA. Guess they discovered a, quote, personal item in my bag. Yeah, they wow. did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they did. did. The TSA announced earlier this week that the agency has zero tolerance for this type of behavior, and the officials had uh, reached out to the passenger to personally apologize for the unfortunate incident. Filipovic, who was in Dublin, emailed uh, MSNBC.com a statement on Thursday. The note is inappropriate, and the agent in question acted unprofessionally when he slash she in the, uh, put, it in, put in my bag. There should be consequences, but I'm glad that TSA takes these things seriously. But I get no satisfaction in hearing that someone may be in danger of losing their job over this. She gets satisfaction. I would, 
Yeah. <laughs> I would much um, prefer a look at um, at why security had been uh, used to justify so many intrusions of our civil liberties rather than fire a person who made the mistake. <laughs> I know, right? Anytime I hear civil liberties. <laughs> liberties. Yeah, suddenly it's the cape drops down. We have a cape that drops down here every time that word comes up. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was a bitch to set up, but it was worth it. Yeah. But, oh, uh, man. That was just hot. When I saw TSA um, note vibrator woman I was like yes I've, I've got to talk about this story yes. no, I completely agree with you <laughs> who are your douchiest of the douche oh the douche runs deep doesn't it it does oh, what did I name this one um what the fuck are you doing that's what that's what the title that I put <laughs> um deputies free man stuck inside hollow tree trunk <laughs> right this is in Laguna Hills, California. <laughs> Too rich for that shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, was it? Was he next? To, was he using a uh, blowtorch? Uh, I think he was looking for Winnie the Pooh. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he was doing. Authorities in Southern California say they rescued a man stuck inside a hollow tree trunk by following the sounds of his screams down into a creek bed. The Orange County Register reports that Orange County Sheriff's deputies found the man stuck up to his chest. Inside a narrow hole in the trunk, and there's a there's a photograph here. Was he trying to go to Wonderland? He's like an older <laughs> dude. So his hair's gray. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's not old, old, but probably like late forties. You know what was I mean? Was he trying to go to Wonderland? I don't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> the red pill. The red pill. Trying to have sex with a tree, which extended about four or five feet into the ground. The newspaper the newspaper says firefighters took about ninety minutes to free him. They didn't want to hurt the tree. Yeah. Um. Once they fuck found the guy him Tuesday there. morning. Yeah. Fuck that idiot. <laughs> the tree wasn't bothering anybody. Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Ronald Chaken, dude, his last name is awesome because it's Bacon, but instead of a B, it's a C H. That's just cool. <laughs> Chaken. Um. It's unknown why the man climbed into the hole near the base of the tree. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> See the. I, I, I think we need to bring Survival of the Fittest back. The douche is strong with this one. <laughs> um, Man's Gotta Eat. It's my second one, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true, especially with this guy. <laughs> it's in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ross Township Police say 38-year-old Sean Faulkner uh, ordered, the san- ordered a sandwich from a bar then ran out without paying, so he stole a sandwich. Dine and dash. Yeah. And climbed on a forklift for his getaway. Wow, really? Forklift. Forklift? Yeah. yeah. Those things with the forks on the front. Yeah. And they lift. They lift, yeah. yeah. Faulkner allegedly <laughs> stole the forklift from a construction site. No. <laughs> I thought he bought one. You can get those at the Ford dealership, yeah. right? <laughs> Jackass. Construction site on Sunday. They have low APR right now. Yeah. <laughs> then drove it two miles to Sieb's Pub. But I tend to... Carrie Donatelli says Faulkner ordered the... I don't know why I'm having such a hard time. <laughs> ordered the sandwich, then bolted for the door after his food arrived. Investigators saw Faulkner... Say Faulkner was still in the parking lot when officers arrived. Police... Yes, because in his fast ride that he had... Yeah, he was rolling the whole time top speed. <laughs> um, police say he couldn't get the forklift to go into reverse. <laughs> Obviously... Obviously. So not only did he steal a forklift from he doesn't even know how to drive the fucking thing. Yeah, there's like there's a sh- there's a shifter. There's like three most forklifts have three levers. Okay, Bob the Builder. <laughs> what the fuck? 
asshole. <laughs> asshole. Alright, that's fine. That's all you need to say. You know what? Next time we need to know how to crochet or fucking, um, you know, cook and clean, we'll ask you. Alright? I'm just trying to keep, keep it real up in here. Anyway. What I'm trying to say is it's easy to go into reverse. Maybe he's drunk or something. Um, asshole. I feel like shit. Wagner <laughs> is being held... At Allegheny County Jail on charges of theft and receiving stolen property. <laughs> receiving stolen property? Huh. That means somebody gave it. Well, they gave him a sandwich, I guess. Yeah, but that's... But that's not receiving. That's it wasn't... Theft. She didn't steal it. She made unless, it. Unless somebody gave him the... Uh, forklift? Forklift. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Court records do not list an attorney for him, and they won't. That's a public defender situation. <laughs> Even the public defender would be like, no, no, no. no really? No, no. Come on. I'm not... <laughs> no. Alright, so this one What did I name this one? Stealing is a real drag I, I see I see a pun coming there There's a pun in there It's a bad one, but it's there <laughs> um, <laughs> Indianapolis Metropolitan Police on Friday Released surveillance video <laughs> From a daycare center <laughs> On showing on 10 o'clock at night, October 20th, at a daycare center. I actually almost used this story, yeah. but... I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. Um, at a kid's... What's it called? Kidscape Learning Center. Showing a man inside. So he's stealing something. Douchebag because he's stealing from a... Uh, a daycare center. We're, right, right. You know, take care of kids or whatever, but okay. Robert Video Robert. shows the man, described as a white or Hispanic, and five foot five... To five foot seven with long black with a long black ponytail, trying on girls' bathing suits. Police said in a release, apparently finding a pink two-piece to his liking. He keeps it on as he explores the daycare. So, yeah. Not only is he trying on a women's clothing, but this is a daycare center, which means that is a little girl's bathing suit. He just went from weird to twisted. <laughs> After about ten minutes, the man in the video jumps over a counter, setting off a motion detector alarm, police said. He then leaps back over the counter, changes back into his original clothes, and leaves the business, police said. Employees, employees were not sure whether anything was taken. Oh, I don't... That's it! They didn't catch the guy? They're, they got, you know, this is I'm going to throw this up here. Detectives asked anyone who can identify the suspect to call Crime Stoppers at 317-262-TIPS or, IMP <laughs> <laughs> or IMPD Southwest District Detectives at 317-327-6400. And I'm not repeating that because you can press pause and rewind. Um, That's just creepy. This, is cr this isn't even funny. Yeah. It's someone who is deeply disturbed and a dangerous... I'm going to say a danger to children, right off the bat. You yeah. know, so if you do see someone like this in Indianapolis, uh, I'm not going to post it on the website, but... Find this guy, beat the ever-living shit yes. out of this yes. guy. Go go to msnbc.com and search for police seek pink bikini burglar. Burglar. Burglar, yeah. And um, you'll see photographs. and They're not that great. He's a white dude. He's not Hispanic. You can tell he's white. Hispanics usually don't cross-dress all that much. They're usually brown, too. Yeah. <laughs> there are some Not to like, sound racist, yeah. but t it's a telltale sign. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> no, he's. you can tell he's white. I, you, he doesn't look anything but white. 
He also has white sneakers with white socks and the bikini. That's a that's a white dude. Yeah, that's a white dude's yeah. problem right there. And the mm-hmm. socks are pushed down. They're not all the way up, close to the knee. <laughs> then you would know it was this man. Yeah. But he's also not shooting someone. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like ah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> he's not sticking somebody with a pen. That's right. He's not. He's not um, getting a spork from the cafeteria and, and sharpening it. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, this one's kind of, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you, I didn't really read this one. I I was like, oh, you know, that sounds kind of funny. Now I read it, and I'm like, this isn't funny. This is just (laughs) fucked up. So, you know. One of the reasons why I didn't go with it was because I didn't Yeah, if you see him, just fuck him up. But it is, the pictures pictures are funny. So you need to to go over to uh, MSNBC and check that out. Um, let's just move away from this now. <laughs> let's let's move into something a little epic, classic. Who's your epic dude? Who who classed it up for you? Actually, who classed it up this week? DC Comics. Ooh. Every week, dude. Yeah, talk about because it. they're partnering up with Robot Chicken, and they're going to do a DC Comics themed Robot Chicken in 2012. These Robo uh, Robot Chicken DC Comics Summer Special 2012. Sick. Uh, Geoff Johns, as we call him in the first podcast, Geoff Johns and Mad TV and Mad uh, writer Kevin uh, uh, Shinnick are actually wrote part of the episode. It, I have on the website lazygeeks.com right. uh, a video clip that shows Sinestro uh, sh- facing off with Green Lantern, and it's hilarious. Sinestro cuts off Green Lantern's hands, and then he goes, "Oh my God, I'm." I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'll 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 go over there and uh, and call nine one one right now. And then bails. And then the caption on the screen goes, "Sinestro didn't call nine one one." And uh, they have Green Lantern's hands all bound up. And the and the the guardian is like going, "Well, where are you going to wear the ring?" He goes, "I've got one place to wear the ring." And he's like, "On your toe? It wouldn't work on your toe." No, I've got one place to wear yeah. the ring. And then he uses it later. And the Flash comes up and goes, "Dude, are you wearing a cock ring?" And then he's like, going, "Yeah, I'm wearing a cock ring." Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. So I'm looking forward to that. So I saw that when I saw, wow, if they're going to do that. I uh, They have so much room to really fuck around on on this. So I, I'm definitely going to be <laughs> going to be watching this one. Who's your uh, epic person? Um, Rocksteady. And I'm going to say, say it right now. Rocks, before Rocksteady came along. Batman games like this one. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's right. Um, were horrible. Batman was known to have shitty, shitty video games, and it was it was a shame because Batman is the greatest superhero of all time. I, I personally think. I know me, me uh, no man, I share this sentiment that Batman's just a shit. And it was sad because, you know, we also like video games and there really was no <laughs> video yeah. game version to play him. Superman, the same problem, too. But. If you ever knew that a comic book was coming out with a video game, you knew it was going to suck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one that really was great was Spider-Man 2. Yeah. That was sick. The free roaming scene. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> so before Rock City came out, it was pretty lame. We had, you know, stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're loving that way too much. We had stuff like that. We had, um, I can't even remember half of the Batman. I had every Batman game from Sega Genesis, and they all sucked. So, Rock City comes along, and we go, hey, you know what? 
Snake Arkham Asylum, why not? You know? Well, I'm sure it wasn't that easy, but... And it blew everyone's fucking minds. I think I'm still cleaning brain matter out of my copy. <laughs> um, and then with Arkham City, they just made it better. And I think that... It's... it's it, Yeah, it's a cool video game. It's more important. It's they, they did something for the comic book world as a whole because they said, look, we can take a comic book franchise and make a successful video game. So if you really look at it, the the Batman the Rock City Batman games are completely a completely different formula than all other comic book games. I'm including the cool Spider Man one and all these right. other shitty games. They're not they have a storyline, but it's it's hardcore. They're not fucking around. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Arkham City is pretty dark. You know, and and Arkham Asylum was like that too. And I think that fit the tone of the character. And if you look at all these other ba- old Batman games, they tried to make it like, oh, I'm Batman. No, we're not doing that anymore. We're not uh, Adam West. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. That's Batman. Mm-hmm. Everyone's Batman. No. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw Rocksteady um, some cr- some cred. Some street cred. Throw him some bone. That's right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Depends on his staff. Um, and just... Just tell them that they they really did a splendid job with everything, <laughs> and I'm really happy. Oh shit, it's fucked up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they didn't make that. Uh, Although the beginning of this is really cool. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm getting tired restarting my Sega Genesis so much. Um. <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, Sega doesn't sell those games anymore. Um, <laughs> that's it, really. I just wanted to say I'm really I'm really happy that they were able to take um, one of the greatest comic book franchises and really do it justice in the video game end. And By Rocks- the way, that's a ringtone he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ringtone. Uh, yeah. I was just remembering the artwork in the beginning of the game. <laughs> Alright, well... On, uh, on comments. That, on that note, site comments. Comments which are not copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, let's see. We've got. Uh, oh, this one's yours. First one's yours. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, smorable. Smorble. Smorble. We'll just say smorble. Smorble. Um, in reference to my analysts say Modern Warfare Three will double Battlefield 3's holiday sales. Um, to be honest, I think the target audience is mostly very different. Only a small, a smaller percentage of gamers will like both games. So if it's a different target group, who cares about which game is sold more? And you know what? This is a reference because in the article I said, both games can coexist. I'm tired of hearing this, blah, blah, blah. That's a good point. That is a good point. Battlefield 3, and we were talking about this. Battlefield 3 is a bit more squad-based. Yeah. Modern Warfare 3 is a bit more you are the champion of it all. Yeah. Um, and that's two different gameplays. If you look at it, yeah, you know, like Battlefield is more of the of a real simulation. Modern, uh, Modern Warfare is more of the 80s action hero. Yeah. Yeah. Not taking away from any of the realism that Modern Warfare 3 No. Will well, because produce, of Modern Warfare, we have these games now respect. like that. Yeah. Respect. And, and, and those people that are going to bitch and moan are going to say, you fucking suck, bullshit, battle, um, dice always ha-. No, no, no. If Modern Warfare hadn't come out and done what they did with that, they could have still made World War II games. They were doing it for a while. Yeah. But if they came out and they if they hadn't done Modern Warfare, they wouldn't have known there was a market it's for not, this real shit. It's not always 
the first one to do it. It's the to be the one that starts off the trend. Right. Even way back, in, which was still saying on the vein of first-person shooters, um, Wolfenstein 3D, yeah. which started the first-person shooter, shooter genre, you know, marathon and shit. We can we can we can go back and yeah. forth. But then Doom comes out and right. it becomes a big deal. Yeah, you know, and and I think that it was time, you know, time and place. Halo uh, revolutionized first-person shooters for the console. If it wasn't for Halo, we probably wouldn't have what we have now. Yeah. I mean, really, go play Halo and pay attention to the controls. They're pretty much the same thing. Right. <laughs> um, and I completely agree with what this. I want to say she. I don't know why. It's because of the S in the beginning. Yeah, probably. Um, I agree with, with what this person said, yeah. basically. Yeah, I, I agree, too. And, and I it was a question at the end. Who cares about what game is sold more? And it's true. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, obviously the companies care. But as far <laughs> as as fans go, who does care? If you like the game, who gives a shit? Exactly. You know? I'm going to be one of the small percents that's going to own both of them. You know? And, and, and Sapien's going to be part of that percentage that just borrows both of them. <laughs> and that's a larger percentage, really. <laughs> All right. G-Man... Went ahead and uh, we. I've been noticing that we get a lot of people that work for Dish Network on our site. Maybe I mean, just say that for credibility. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but well, they're not getting their internet from yeah. Dish Network. So, <laughs> uh, Gmail posted this comment on Podcast Forty Nine, End of the World Take Two. Hey, I just read in a headline that Arkham City sold two million copies in its first weekend. I bet that's a record. Never missed an episode of Batman, and I think and I'm a big nut. So if I had Dish Direct TV because I mentioned last week about this whole Fox thing. I'd be out of there like a bat out of hell. But luckily, I'm not losing any Fox channels anytime soon with my Dish Network employee discount because they worked out a long-term agreement. Now he went through this last year, so the same shit Direct TV is going through this year. Yeah, they did last year and they worked out a long-term agreement. So we'll see how uh, see how Dish Network. Uh, how customers <laughs> run the Dish Network, even though Dish Network not exactly all that great with uh, with satellites. They all have that. Problem. They all have problems. I mean, it's just uh, this one is yours. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote an article. This is from Anonymous, of course. Yeah. I wrote an article about Blizzard. Um, this was before. This was old, by the way, because um, I, I recently wrote an article about the Mists of Pandaria, um, World of Warcraft. Uh, expansion because it, it had, they had announced it and I was just listing facts you know this is what it is before that I wrote about um, Blizzard trademarking Mists of Pandora the name and saying oh well, maybe they're coming out with blah blah blah, blah. list of facts that's all it was it wasn't <laughs> I had no opinion because there is no opinion to have it's just this might happen and I think at the end I said it would be kind of cool you know blah 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 you know well, this comment, in all caps, fuck you, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> bitch now, is not, o- not only is bitch spelt wrong, <laughs> but son is spelt like the one hanging above your head. Yes, S-U-N. Yes. <laughs> not like son. <laughs> no. It, uh, and the reason why... <laughs> I am confused why this hostility is even taking place. Uh, another reason why I... I posted this on the on the session was because last week we had said that we usually don't approve comments that make no sense. However, we'll approve comments that don't agree with us. Yeah, don't agree with well, us. If they if they're but, stupid like blah, 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 then we don't approve yeah. them. And then we say we will talk about comments that are hilariously and completely misspelled. 
So we got son of. Oh a, yeah, we'll approve those. Yeah, we'll approve those <laughs> because in essence, you look like the bigger jackass. Yes. Especially when son was S U N. I mean, that's just trying too hard to be stupid. Yeah. And then Bith. 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 Yeah, you son of a Bith. <laughs> So basically, um, if this person is listening, which I highly doubt it because it's probably already past their bedtime. Yeah. And um, the fact that they went anonymous makes them even more of a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. I put my full name when yeah. I drop negative comments. <laughs> I put my address on that bitch. No. Um, if they're listening, I am... Are you saying fuck you to Blizzard? Yeah. Me? <laughs> and the people that are going to come out? I don't... Honestly, I, I didn't lose too much sleep over this one, but I just thought it was funny. Although it was nice for a change of pace with this hostility towards you. Well, yeah, it's funny too, because most, most of the time, I think, and, and honestly, I was thinking about this, is most of the time, normally it's all the negative comments. I think it's because you talk about, gaming is, there's usually a general consensus with gaming. Like, one game, everyone's going to like. Right. And then there's other games... That some people like, but it's okay not to like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. It's weird. Oh <laughs> uh, well, the last comment is long. It's from yeah, it's long. It's from Damien, and oh, the reason I, I picked this one because this was probably something that summed up. Uh, that was probably the most well thought out. It's not Damien, it's Damon. Damon, yeah, Damon, uh, Damon Tog. Uh, yeah, Star Trek reference. Um, or is it Maymon? <laughs> but. Uh, Everybody, the 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 articles regarding Directv and the Fox issue have been blowing up the comment sites. Mm. A lot of people are just bitching about not getting Sons of Anarchy, or bitching about Directv that they're too expensive, or you know uh, all this stuff. This one actually probably had the most well thought out response. That's why I picked this one. Do you want me to read it, or do you want to read it? I'll read it. All right, I'm just saying it's really long, yeah. and I don't want you to run out of breath. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, game on. Yes. Whether or not Fox is misleading its com- uh, with its commercials, the main point is that there are many other channels that could potentially be taken down, which is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, DirecTV says that it is fighting to keep the channels accusing Fox of demanding a 40% increase, while Fox states that they want the rates to stay the same, which is true. But, the, but DirecTV would rather throw peaceful negotiations out and resort to threatening to take down Fox channels if a deal isn't met. All I can say is, I remember how tough it was last year when my employer, Dish Network, uh, was going through similar de- negotiations and the channels were taken down by Fox. It's frustrating to me as a customer because I was able to watch my favorite shows. I wasn't. I was unable to watch my favorite shows like Son of Anarchy and many shows on National Geographic. After the after a few weeks, the agreement was reached and made sure that the channels won't be affected for a long time. I know how frustrating these negotiations can be for everyone, and I hope everything goes smoothly for DirecTV customers. And the reason, like I said, the reason I chose is because here is a perf- person that was saying that, yeah, there's two conflicting stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fox saying that, no, 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 we're we're not asking for that. But if you've known Fox and you've seen Fox's um, uh, tre- um, pattern, they always want more money. They yeah, always wanted more money. There's never been a point where they didn't want more money. And Mo money, Mo problems, yeah. Fox. And then you have DirecTV, who's trying to say, "Well, we won't want that, and we'll take them down on the first. That's a bad move on a from a public relations standpoint. They're both making mistakes. They're, they're both making serious mistakes here. And the person that's going to get affected most is the is the TV people. Yes, much like Dish Network's people were last year. So I, I, I that's why I read this one because this was the most well thought out and actually 
you know, had the least amount of emotions in it. <laughs> There's a lot of emotionally charged ones. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, now it's time to uh, move into recommendations. My recommendation this week. Okay. I have two. Oh. Yeah. There's a small documentary that was released this week called The People vs. George Lucas. And when I mean released, released on DVD. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool documentary. It's a, it, The core of this is debates the issue with fans and with pop culture people, people that were Star, are Star Wars fans, uh, between at what point does George Lucas cease owning the rights to these movies uh, versus the public? And at what point does George... At, at, what point in time does George Lucas owe anything to the fans? Right. Because of the of the special editions and stuff like that. Probably and then never. the prequels. Uh, and and it was... It didn't give you a definitive answer, but it really brought up a lot of good points. And the really cool thing is, instead of showing clips from Star Wars, they show a lot of clips of fan vids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was cool. It was way cool. telling me about that. And it was just a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. And uh, if you're a hardcore fan on either side, uh, you definitely get a kick out of it. I recommend renting it and checking it out. It's it's a fun movie to watch. Um, and uh, they use archival footage of George Lucas uh, uh, interviews and and uh, uh, Chris Gore from G4's on there. Neil Gaiman's on there. Uh, they even have an interview from Francis Ford Coppola on there. And um, he says how George Lucas is now only known for Star Wars. And he thinks that Star Wars was actually more of a curse for George Lucas than... Yeah, because, than, because he can't, he's typecast. Yeah, he can't do anything else. Yeah. He uh, tried to do Howard the Duck. Yeah. That's the only reason it failed. Because yeah. it was Lucas. <laughs> and last one recommendation is Battlefield 3. Oh, uh, yes. I have to recommend that because if you're a first-person shooter fan, rent it. I don't care. If you're a hardcore... <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Anytime no one says that, it's serious. I yeah, don't I care. care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just do it. If you are if if you like first-person shooters and you're a complete Call of Duty nut, you really need to try Battlefield 3. The visual, yes. the graphics, the the gameplay is just completely awesome. You'll love Preach, it. Preach, brother. And fucking earthquake, dude. That was that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I know. That, that was crazy. I was like, oh, I don't want it to happen again. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, those are my two recommendations. A good movie and a video game to walk, to um, check out. Yay! So. What's your... Uh, what's your uh, Mine both are apps for Android. Um, one, I'll get this quickly out of the way. It's a game called Pew Pew. Pew Pew being like shooting. Like Pew oh, Pew 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 Pew. pew, pew. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This game is cool because it's kind of retro. It's all made um, like Asteroids was, where it's just the lines, but it's really colorful. And what you do is you have the two joysticks, and they're on the screen. It's just two joysticks. And the one on the left you move with, and the one on the right is what direction you're shooting in. Oh, right. And you just, it's just sick. It's so much fun. Free to download. Legally. It's free. <laughs> yeah, you can just download Legally. It. Yeah. You don't have to have your phone rooted or anything. Another one um, <laughs> on the vein of digital comic books. Uh, perfect viewer. Which, no pun intended, the perfect way. <laughs> no, I mean, it's um, not only you can, so many options you can customize to get the perfect view angle, everything, um, but all the comics that you have on your phone or tablet, um, it puts them in, you put, you click on my bookshelf, and it has them all laid out. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Um, it's just a joy to use. So, perfect viewer. This is only for tablets and phones? I assume. It's for <laughs> for Android. I don't know if they... Let me let me look it up real quick, I guess. 
while we're talking. No, I'm not going to look it up because we don't have time. Perfect yeah. um, <laughs> view. I got it for Android on my phone. If you can get it for other stuff, that's great. <laughs> and pew pew. I guess I should have looked that up. Oh well. Before we head out, we want to remind you. <laughs> no, before actually, I wanted to take this <laughs> no. this quick moment. Uh, like we said early on in this podcast, this is our essentially our one year anniversary of the Lazy Geeks yeah. website, yeah. podcast, yeah. all that stuff. October okay, no, the, web, the website and the podcast came at the same time. Yeah, October thirteenth. When we when we started <laughs> was, uh, was when we started this bitch. Oh. Um, and uh, just kind of wanted to take a little moment to just kind of thank all of you guys that have uh, listened in every week, even when we change from the Lazy Geeks to Lazy Geeks podcast, uh, that follow the website. We've had some long pe- from people that have followed us for a long yeah, time. we have. Uh, for, and then Twitter. And, and it's really cool to have you guys listen to us every week, even though sometimes we know we make no sense at all. Uh, especially if you hear it. Especially no match. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no, cl- it's just confusing. Yeah. yeah, and especially too, like we listened to our very first podcast. Uh, it was just, it yeah. seems so long ago that we're. I'm thinking, God, it's changed a whole lot since then. But uh, I think you know, we found our, we found our stride, we found ourselves, and we kind of, you know, used the the whole idea of you know giving geek news a home. And uh, I really, and uh, so, uh, so from my perspective here. Because I ain't going to talk for Nomad. I'm going to be talking for me. I, I mean, for Sapien. Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> uh, talk, for, uh, talk for Sapien there. But I want to personally thank you guys for making this a cool year, following us, giving us a reason to do this. And, uh, you know, for uh, definitely definitely helping us out. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, starting tomorrow, we start year two. So uh, hope to expand on that and then get into more uh, YouTube and all that kind of good stuff. So, anything you want to say? First, I would like to say you're welcome. <laughs> um, that your ears can be tickled with the delight of my voice. No. Uh, <laughs> of course, thank you, you know, for listening and stuff. Um, we hope to only be better, even though... <laughs> Sometimes it's harder to it's, be. It's difficult, <laughs> you know. Um, we hope to expand into... I know we, we want to do YouTube stuff. More we've done. A yeah, couple I think of them. we. Um, I think even spe- speaking for myself, I need to do some some gaming stuff uh, and stuff like that. I need to do some YouTube stuff. It's what we're talking about here. Um, so we want to do that. We, the I think the website's doing great. Um, I think that the podcast, if anything needs to be changed, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I think we're doing pretty well, and I like that. We get con- I like that like one girl geek. She always hits us up. Yeah, she always gets um, us. A- I got we got CM Rock ninety three who always comments on my like movie reviews. He yeah. runs his own site. He's got a cool one. Um, you know, and we we've, we got a we got quite a few people. And then like we're getting a lot more people commenting on the website uh-huh. with a lot of stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it blew up because um, I was talking about Battlefield three, and so all the gamers were coming to the site. And you were talking about DirecTV, so everyone else was coming, coming to the site. site. Yeah, I know. And it was all of a sudden, it was like, it was like pop, pop. Pop, pop. <laughs> uh, but but it, nobody brought beer. Yeah, nobody brought beer. Well, that's that's what happens. You know, you, you know, BYOB. <laughs> no, it's BMSB. Bring me some beer. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. I made that up. Yeah. <laughs> you see, couldn't I, tell. I couldn't tell, yeah. no. 
So, uh, yeah, we wanted to take this. That's why I, I named this podcast One Year Later. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, want to thank uh, Dixie Chick and Kanan and Asian Fury and Old Man Dude who have helped us out with some uh, articles and co- popping up on the po- um, podcast occasionally. Pop up. Pop up. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, people like One Geek Girl who support us and uh, CM Rock and 93 and a uh, bunch of other people. If I'm forgetting your name, you know, don't stress. You know, we'll forget you later. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have a bunch of chances to follow us. Be sure to like our Facebook page, Lazy Geeks One Word. Yeah. Because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? Uh, we are also on Google Plus still. Uh, follow us. Are we? Yeah, we're, we're still. On occasion, I, I put some stories on there. But the more people that join on there and actually start using Google+, the more we'll end up being on there. Yeah. So uh, you can go to uh, gplus.to forward slash the Lazy Geeks, one word. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us the lazy at the Lazy Geeks, one word. Or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad. Or you can follow that big sack of shit over there. What the fuck? At, <laughs> at Lazy underscore Sapien. Uh, it's all I love, man. Big sack of lovely over here. <laughs> Um, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube since we launched our first web show. Uh, and so we have some blogs on there. Going to be posting more up. Um, so be sure to subscribe to that, to the Lazy Geese. Mu- our excellent theme music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So uh, it's about time for us to check out. So be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. Ooh. Definitely, especially if there's pictures attached. Oh yeah, send those directly to me. Yeah, send those. I'm the professional. Send the lazy those. Geeks du- to handle those. Send send that directly to thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Please send them. <laughs> so uh, and be sure to comment because if you do, we may just read it on the podcast. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. And uh, remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. That's right. So until next week, be so. one i love it let me pull it up because i'm all disorganized at the moment so (laughs) blow (laughs) blow torch ignite by gunpowder um i love the story (laughs) now let me explain who was holding the blow torch (laughs) and why i blew up the gunpowder i'm gonna read this article it's a short one some might say that smoking meth with a blow torch near a container of gunpowder is ill-advised some will try it anyway. Also, let me say that this is from the San Francisco Chronicle uh, on October 10th. Oh, wait. I didn't say what the other one was. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> Just real quick because I, I don't like to be a prick. I pulled the other one from um, rawjustice.com also on the 10th on 42 day. If you get that reference, good for you. Um <laughs> So, John Blanchard, I think. John Blanchard, right? Something like that. 65 years old, which honestly, at 65, you should know better. Yeah, or be committed. <laughs> 65 in a meth um, 65 in a meth head. <laughs> among them in the San... Well, how did you pronounce it, dude? The San Mateo County? San Mateo, yeah. San Mateo County Sheriff's Deputy... Deputies say. Deputies called to a fire in his storage yacht... <laughs> 
in the unincorporated community of Princeton, oh. near the near the Half Moon Bay Airport, found planes. To- First of all, it should be noted that Half Moon Bay is in Northern California, so this suddenly, sh- if you live in California, it should start making some sense. Exactly. <laughs> Um, found Blanchard standing outside a camper that he had parked there illegally, of course. <laughs> Sheriff's Lieutenant Ray Lunny said, investigators determined that the October 1st fire, or the, I don't even, they worded it wrong in this thing. It doesn't even make any sense. Whatever. Fire on the 200 Bucky Yale Avenue had been started by a defective propane torch. <laughs> that Blanchard had been using to smoke methamphetamine, better known as meth. And he said, now, just to clarify, I don't think the propane torch was defective. I think the man using the propane torch to smoke meth was defective. Um, the blow torch could have worked perfectly fine, and I still think that situation would have went sour. Uh, Blanchard left the blow torch on a dryer, causing a nearby container of gunpowder to explode. Where the hell is he? I don't have any In clue. a camper packed illegally, there's a dryer, a blowtorch, and a thing of gunpowder. This is like a Where's Waldo act. <laughs> Somebody's going to pop out and be like, surprise, candid camera. This is ridiculous. Beside the blow, besides the blowtorch, deputies found a loaded rifle. Yeah, of course they did. Ammunition, a container of black powder, and an unopened safe containing more than 300 feet of detonation cord. And he said, he's a terrorist. So Blanchard, who has a previous drug conviction, go figure, uh, pleaded, <laughs> check it out, pleaded not guilty Monday to drugs and weapons violation. He is being Let me held, guess, he was profiled to being a meth head? Yes, he was. <laughs> he is being held on $30,000 bail that no one will pay. Um, well, if he's not guilty of, uh, he's not guilty of these crimes, he's definitely guilty of being a douchebag. 